Welcome to the Heal Your Life With Us podcast. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Chrissy. Are you ready to get healing? Let's go. All right, y'all. Listen, this one might hurt a little bit. Maybe not your physical body, but the fact that you may not have had one and you need it. And it's not just your gut that needs to happen. But today we are talking about detoxing. Yay. <laughs> it's my face. It's, it's even the word is kind of icky. Like it, it triggers you a little bit when you're like, you know what? I need a detox. It's almost like accepting the fact that you're toxic. Yeah. That you have something in yucky that you have to get, you rid, have of. To get rid of. You have to purge it in order to get to health. You got to do something to get it out of you. And that is acceptance that you have bad in you. So we have to detox y'all. And we did, and we've learned a few different forms. So like I said, it's not just your gut that needs detoxing, right? That's the big one. I think you, you do need that one. But then what are the other ways we were just talking about? Spiritual detox, mental detox. Um, I don't know. Body. Relationship when we were just talking about other people's yeah. events and energies after yeah. you get home from that. Yeah. Relation, relationship or situational detox. <laughs> uh, also detoxing your past and your kind of a cord cutting situation. Yep. I think that's a form of detox. Yeah. Uh, pretty <sighs> much mind, body, soul. All yeah. Mind, body, soul detox. It doesn't start or stop at the body. So um, we're going to start with the body first, because I think it's important to always start with the body. So we did a few different detoxes. Uh, we both had gut issues. Hers was less, of course. Her, she focused on her thyroid. And for those of you just turning it, tuning in, we've been healing our thyroids. I've been really working on healing the gut. Chrissy had some skin issues that she cleared up. I mean, it comes in different forms, but after the detox, you're able to then get a baseline and, and build a foundation from there. So the first thing we did was interesting. We've talked about it a little bit, we're gonna, but we're going to go into depth. So let's share with them the gut protocol. Is that what we, is that what we called it? Yeah, it is. I call Seven it day gut yeah. protocol. Mm, mm -mm. It's delicious. So good. <laughs> you can feel it right when you say the word, you can feel it coming back to you. I can feel, I can feel it, it in my throat. Tumbler. Yeah. You could just feel it coming back up a little bit, you know, when you burp and it like would come back up and you'd be like, no, I got to push that back down again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rock so tumble. It, All right, so what were the ingredients? Oregano oil and lemon balm oil. Lemon grass. Lemon grass. Okay, so lemon yeah, grass. Lemon grass. Lemon and they grass were both tinctures. Yeah. They were in a tincture oil base. It felt like they were they were yeah. oil based, but essential oil. The lemongrass was an essential oil. Yes. Yes. And then it, and then it included, it depended on what oil you wanted, or if you wanted to put it in a capsule, because I would do it with coconut oil. I think you did it with olive oil, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did two. I've done two gut protocols and then a mini one because it builds up again. So we'll talk about that, but yes. yeah, let's walk them through the seven days. We'll just go day by day. <laughs> <laughs> day one, you're very excited. You're like, I'm going to do this. I know it's going to be bad, but what are the uh, amounts? I think it was one to one, right? On the first day. One, one drop of each. Yeah. You start slow, tablespoon or teaspoon of oil of your choosing. Teaspoon. And do it at night after dinner. Uh, and, you know, just don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, 
So for me, so my mother-in-law, she put it in a, she would have like capsules from her supplements and she'd save the capsule and she would put the drops in the capsule and swallow it. Cause she just could not do the taste, like fathom the taste. So I would it's put intense. it on a teaspoon, put a little bit of uh, coconut oil on there, drop it in and then literally place it like in the back of my mouth as wow. far as I could, and then like let go of it and just like swallow. Cause like if it hit my two front teeth or like my lips or my tongue or anything up front, it, it, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Kaylin and I forgot the oil the first time. So I yes. put oil straight up in my mouth and I swear it, it felt like I got stung by a bee. My whole mouth was like, hi guys. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And Mike, our nutritionist was like, Kaylin, remember the oil part? Like that's a big part. <laughs> Idiot. So it was intense the first day. Um, but it, it wasn't, um, what's the, like, it's not diarrhea protocol. It's there was actually none of that at all, which is what I was expecting. It was more like you could feel your intestines being cleared out like a car wash. It was like a rock tumbler and things were moving and speaking and like going around and around, but there wasn't pain with it or, you know, you're not going, 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 which is crazy. Yeah. You go a little bit more than usual, but that day one didn't, I was like, cool. I got, I got this. Nothing really happened. And then day two happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. This yeah. is the detox part. So day two, three, and four, I think were the most. And then the second, you know, two to three days at the end was kind of like, I'm a pro. Like, yeah. I know it's going to be like this today. I know exactly what to eat and when to take it. And your body is almost done with the rock tumbler. Yes. It's really powerful, but plant medicines are powerful. But you're thinking yeah. it's just lemongrass and oregano. Like those are two plants that grow in the wild. And oh, you think how they're intense. They are intensely tasting. They are. And they are very intensely working. They yes. are really great cleansers and a whole bunch of other things, but we used it for detoxing, but like oregano oil is good for anti-fungus, like so many positive things it does. And I think I'll mention we upped the drops. So day one was one to one drop. Then we did two to one drop, right? Yep. No, it's you two, know, two, and two. I think we, we stopped at maybe three or four drops. You could yeah. go all the way to seven. But we, we didn't, didn't have that extreme, you know, I was working with mild IBS and things. So if you had, it depends on your level of severity of your gut, but yeah. by day seven, I think I was just doing the three drops all the way Same. to the end. Yeah. yeah. Three was all I needed all the way to the end. Three and three. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, it's just, as far as like what you need to purge, you don't really know. Like my gut microbiome was in the red. So the reason we were doing this is because I did the testing. So I would recommend doing the testing, see where you're at. If you're in the green, you may only need a small three-day protocol, right? It's tailored to your levels of what kind of clearing out you need to do. But the, the thing I learned was after things felt like they digested smoother, faster, you know, obviously BMs were better, but overall it just felt lighter. Like our energy had been removed as well. And I think that's a big part of it is like, you kind of hang on to things inside of you in a weird way. And sometimes it's literally undigested, right? So you've got to clear it. How often would you recommend doing that? I think it was twice a year, right? Once or twice a year. 
twice a year. If yeah. you continue, I mean, if you continue to eat the bad food, you're going to go right back, but yeah. we got on a healthy regimen. You can kind of, I think, feel when it's time I felt, I was like, it's building up. I can kind of feel it. And I did a less lesser one. The second time I only did four days and that seemed to be enough. And you can just do it for a day, honestly, right. like maybe once in the middle of those six months, um, and just, you know, help it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I would say that twice a year is what we're going to do. Probably. I like it in January after you've eaten all of the fun hibernation foods. Yeah. And Christmas I like foods. it. I like it in August because, uh, I eat a lot of fun summer foods. That's great tips. Yeah. I agree that those are two great times to do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a, a good thing to kind of, it's almost like, I don't know, it's not changing your oil, but it is kind of, you it know, is. like you have to, you have to really feel it in your body. So, so that's body. Did we do on any other detoxing for the body? I mean, other than kind of weekly or every other day, whatever detoxing you do for a bath, I do feel yeah. like an Epsom deep kind of sacred bath, we call them it really helps to detox that daily energy. So weirdly enough, you build up daily gunk of energy and food and toxins and all of these wonderful things in our world. Crazy. Who would have thought we have an unhealthy world out there now? But uh, yeah, so baths are a big one. Uh, I feel physically different after a bath. Also baths solve everything. So yeah. So my, my thing is an Epsom salt bath and sometimes you can add essential oils to it depending on what you want to do. So if you want to do like um, some peppermint to kind of like rev everything up. Or if you want to do lavender to like rev everything down for bed, then after my baths, when my skin is all like hot and steamy, I like to lay on the acupressure mat and really let that go deep as well. Those are like my two things that I do in a row. Yep. Those are little mini detoxes. Yeah. And depending on what Epsom you choose, they can produce different detox results, right? So if yeah. you have an Epsom, that's maybe like coconut milk it's more of a nourishing thing and then if you have like a eucalyptus epsom it draws out your sinuses and it kind of clears you in this way so different epsoms do different things as long as well as the essential oils i also have light you know i lit light the candles now i do the thing i never used to do this yeah. i would be like get in the bath get out get done and now i i take the time you know i set the stage i think that's important i have a sage candle so the Sage is going, even though sage, you know, we just talked about is a little stinky, but uh, <laughs> the candles are nice. And we, I do a little Palo Santo or I do some uh, sweet grass. I love sweet grass and just kind of burn and smudge the area. Again, another form of detoxing because your energy really sort of needs it after it builds up. So that leads us to our second one, which is sort of our energy detox. Yeah. And Elin needs a lot of it all the time. <laughs> We both do, you know, we both do now, you know, doing Reiki, I need it too, because I need to cleanse my aura. I need to cleanse my energy. I need to take and wash off everyone else's energy if I've picked any of that up. So I do it a lot. So what do you do? What do you, how do you do it? Oh goodness. So I Palo Santos myself. I stage my aura, like the energy around myself. I take baths, like you said, um, Epsom salt is huge. Sometimes just a hot shower like cleansing myself from the top down after I've just had like some heavy energy for the day that really helps like cleanse my head and crown and all that stuff too. So I'll do that as well. 
What do you do mentally during cleanses? Like, are, do you have a certain thing that you say, or are there words that help you to release? My, my thing is visualization. So more so than saying something. So I visualize, like if I'm in the shower, I visualize like the water that comes out of the faucet being positive ions. So just like all this positive energy coming in and soaking into my body and then leaving my body, all the water that flows off of my body are negative ions. And that goes straight down the drain. Nice. I was doing the one where it was like the water is cleansing and going down the drain is the bad energy, but I never thought of it coming in. Yeah. As a, that's nice. The fresh stuff is like the new cleansing stuff. And then everything, it falls off my body and then it goes down the drain. So I love that. I'm going to add that to mine. One more thing to add to my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I read uh, the energy codes and she has a beautiful energy cleanse. She actually talked about this amazing story where she had just found out her mother died and she was supposed to go on stage like and talk in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And she had to literally cleanse her energy in like 30 seconds to go out. They were calling her name and she had just gotten the news. And it was like, can you imagine you have to hold it together? And so she does this really cool thing. And it is, I'm not going to say it's easy. It is very difficult, but it's intention and clenching and releasing of the muscles. So she always starts at the root chakra. You kind of focus your breath and your attention there. You squeeze your mula bandha. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> um, you'll figure out what a mula bandha is, but squeeze your mula bandha. And then you focus your breath up from the root chakra to the heart. You skip solar and sacral to the heart center, because these are your core like really condensed, heavy centers that harness that energy. So you go right to the root, open it a little bit and breathe into it. And you have to kind of peacock your shoulders to open your heart center physically. And then it jumps to the throat chakra and you have to put your tongue to the top of your mouth and breathe like you would like bane, like, and then you, it goes to your third eye and you just like look up and focus on it. And then the breath comes out and then you have to start all over again. So you're actually working it up and out instead of down through and to the ground. Cause you have to pull it out instead of flush it down. Mm-hmm. And after the first one, you're sort of exhausted. You're like clenching and pop, popping and clenching. And, and it's, it's like your brain is rubbing a belly and patting your head at the same time. And it's frustrating. But then once you sort of get the flow, it's, you can feel it leaving. You can feel it happening. And um, obviously if you can do it outside, standing, grounding, that helps. And she also has another one where you can kind of just put your arms out. um, They're opposite of each other and just focus on those arms being in that position. It somehow, it takes you away from what you're doing. That's kind of like a focusing agent, not really a detoxing that energy codes breath pull is pretty powerful if you can if you can get it right so that seems like a lot of work now that I said it out loud <laughs> I was exhausted listening to you and watching you actually. you gotta clench it's like bop it twist it pull it <laughs> yeah seriously what is happening yeah but you know when your brain has to focus like that it works yeah. like it it forces you to do that. So yes. that's a little mini, like in the moment detox, when you just have to pull it out of you, like, all right, I have to do this. Um, you know, so when we go on our Ted talk, I'll do that right before we go on stage. Okay, good. good. <laughs> okay. 
So any other energy detoxes? Well, and then you, can you tell them what you told me about protecting? So I know we have to detox energy, but Chrissy taught me a way to protect my energy before I go to these events and whatever. Yes. Yes. So for you, one of the things I told you was to cover yourself in a, this white light energy. Just put yourself in this like white light energy, egg shaped ball that just glows and nothing can protrude that white light energy at all. It's just like this glowing sphere around you. But I think one of the things for you that you were having trouble with is you want to like give your all to these people that you're helping or you're working with. And like, you were almost protruding your energy, directing it to them and taking your own energy and directing it to that person when nothing can come into that bubble, but you can protrude it outwards. And I just told you to visualize, you know, above coming down and protruding the white light on them, not taking your white light energy. Imagine spotlights on those people around you. So like if you're with somebody, it doesn't have to be a group of people and someone just having a really difficult time and you want to be comforting and caring and love them and hug them, by all means do all of that, but don't give your direct energy to them. Just imagine them in a spotlight being filled up with all of this white light energy. Yeah. I totally give them my energy. You do. Yeah. I, I still don't have it down. And I, I do, de I deplete, right. I literally physically deplete because I'm like the care bear that's shooting it right out of the yes. heart. It's coming right from my heart. Yes. Um, and I, I guess what's that an empath thing? Like, I don't, I don't. It is. Yeah, it is. It's hard. It's hard to like shield ourselves and just put our, like our golden shield on our hearts. Cause we want to give our hearts and we totally can do that, but we don't want to give our heart energy. Yeah. Right. So we just want to, we want to send them energy, but it coming from a different source and not us. Yeah. You told me to be like a filter, right? So yeah. instead of being this cup that I'm passing from me, I just filter through, I let that filter through me. And I also am a sponge. So I, I'm not only giving my energy, but I'm absorbing theirs, whether it's good or bad. And we all know it's probably 50, 50. They've got things they're going through that I absorb yes. when you get together with people. That's what you talk about. The things you're going through. Yes. So it comes back to me and I'm like in my little heart that could, I'm like, I want to fix it. Let's go. I want to fix it. I want to fix you. I want to, I want to help you. I want to be the person that saves you. And so I absorb all of that. And I've been working on when I get home from these events, like literally kind of sending that love, right? Like, okay, I send you love for your, your situation. I'm going to just put that out, you know, turn that over, whatever, but I hold on to it because I want to help. Yeah. I want to be there for them. And I can't usually 90% of the time I can't fix the problem. So no, we can't fix their problems. We can be there for them, but we just can't give them our energy. That's protruding off of us. We have yeah. to save that to help us ourselves and it just hurts. imagine it coming from a different source and not ourselves. It yeah. really hurts. I'm not going to lie. Like when I can't help someone, it hurts my soul. So yeah. then I have to change and go to gratitude. And I do feel like gratitude is a small micro detox yes. because again, you can't live in despair if you live in gratitude. So if you can pull yourself out of any mental state through gratitude, that's a little mini detox, right? I, I do think it's very powerful. Um, sometimes it needs to be forced because you don't want to be grateful when you are sad or mad, but man, does it help? Um, oh, just it your so heart much. center a little bit helps. Um, yeah. and I mean, 
things like our uh, cord cutting um, guided meditation on YouTube is part of that. So I know we talked about it a little bit, but I mean, how is cord cutting a detox? Can you like, cause we have to detox our past, right? Right. You're detaching something from you, which is detoxing. That's like the definition of detoxing, right? Cause the essential oils are detaching things within your intestines and releasing them. So mm -hmm. cord cutting is literally the same thing. It's detaching yourself from some sort of, now I wouldn't say negative energy. I would say um, soul sucking energy, <laughs> yeah. energy that literally sucks the life out of you. And you have to detach yourself and cut that cord from that person or that event or that situation. Yep. And sometimes you didn't even know who or what you're cutting no. until you're literally in it. You know, I've had conversations with people. They're like, you really need to detach yourself from this person. And it's like, really? that's the person. Okay. All right. You know, and it's a healthy cutting, like it's not, you know, any bad blood or anything, but I remember one time you were providing distance Reiki for me back in the day. And you were like, I pulled something really dark and heavy off of your heart. Yeah. And it's all visionary. It's all energy based. It's all Chrissy's intuition and Chrissy's feeling. I didn't tell her I mean, she knows literally everything about me, but at that moment, I wasn't like, Hey, can you pull this thing from my heart? Like, you know, right. it was what, it was what needed to be detoxed from my heart. This, this thing I can't fix this non-closure thing, whatever it is, it's heavy and I needed to get it out of me. So, and even hearing the words that she said, I felt lighter. Like it was like, thank you. You know, no matter if it's, you can't, see it. You can't feel it. You can't touch it. But I knew that I was going to be able to make space for new. So. Right. Right. And you can totally do this for yourself. Like you don't need other people to do it for you. That's why we, that's why we have that meditation on our YouTube channel. Yeah. It's for other people to go through a meditation visualization on cutting a cord. And you'll, when you're in that meditation and you're in that visualization mode, things are going to come to you. You're going to be like, Oh, that's a cord. clarity. The clarity yeah. cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a beautiful moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And You're like, oh, that answer. I was asking this question, but this answer makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for showing me what I didn't even know I needed. Appreciate that. That's I would say that so after detox, you're open, you're clear, yeah. you freed yourself. Detoxing, that would be detoxing your soul. Before yeah. Coming. Which is... Yeah complicated. <laughs> yes. That's a deep one. That, that That's one's hard to reach. So I would say that that would be our, that would be the way that we go about it. It would be meditations through visualization, um, reaching the soul center to really bring up what we need to detach from and detox from. I would say too, enlisting in professionals for me, Oh because yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Like I needed the Reiki. I needed the sound healing to, you know, I needed that to tell me what to really even work on because yeah. after Reiki, everyone knows you get the Reiki, like relaxation where you're like in the kind of the zone. Sometimes it's high. Sometimes it's relaxing. Sometimes it's purging, mm -hmm. you know, after Reiki, you, you might have to go to the bathroom. You might yeah. have to get that out because energy was just moved. It is shifted in you, yeah. right? So you pulled some things out that were like, I'm rooted in. I like it. I live in this little space. And they were like, nope, boop. Yep. So 
So it's, there's a shift and your soul's like, oh, finally you're here. Welcome back. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's hard to um, trust that you're detoxing the right things, you know, without, I don't know, doubt, fear, whatever. I mean, it's, it's a complicated journey for sure. It is. And, and I think this goes, I was just going to bring up the next like kind of detox, but I think it also links with like the bath detox and the, the, the sage and the Palo Santo and the sweet grass um, also is when you're around a negative situation, a negative person or had a really bad meeting at work yeah, where all that energy is kind of attached to you doing a series of all of this, maybe not cord cutting, but doing a series of all of this will really help you yeah. um, kind of detox from that person, that event, that toxic meeting that you've had. Yes. You have to do micro. That's what I just learned. I just learned this on the podcast. Y'all you have to do micro detoxes. You can't just wait to that six months gut protocol. No. You have to get rid of some energy that you accumulate, no matter if it's good or bad. So that begs the question, if when you detox, are you also detoxing the good? No. No? Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay, good. No. You're not detoxing <laughs> the good. You're making space for more good. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 You're detoxing the negative, detoxing the stuff that wears you down, detoxing okay. the stuff that makes you feel like crud. Okay. All and right. then it's making space for all this good stuff to take its place. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. I'll take it then. Yeah. Okay. See, question doubting already. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. That's why I'm here, dude. Just the yin to the yang. Um, okay. Always going to be the semi-skeptic, but I do believe that you're right. And I do feel better after every detox, micro, macro, whatever it is you do feel better. And that's the proof. The proof yeah. is how you feel after it's over. If you can power through and be strong to get through it, that after effect is what you're searching for is that kind of glow, that openness, that it's also, you're also kind of proud of yourself. I remember getting through the detox and being like, I am really proud. I just did that because that was a hard thing. Right. Yeah. I did a hard thing. Right. And you feel so much better at the end. Oh man. It was like my stomach could fly. <laughs> right. And if you don't feel like, better, let's try to eat this and this. And it was like, oh, I don't have to burp every 30 seconds or go to the bathroom. It's nice. And, but detoxes don't make you feel so hot in the middle of them. No. And that's the hard work. That's the, and I think this goes for all plant medicine. You nailed it. And we'll probably do a pod on all the plant medicine. We're, we're not going to try them all, but uh, we've been learning quite a bit about them and the power that they have in the healing journey. So we'll definitely touch on it. But I think with all plant medicine, you're going to go through that phase because that's what the earth does for us. It nourishes us. It, it detoxes us. It gives us everything that we need and plants are medicine. That's yeah. what, that's the old school way, right? Yeah. So medicine has to work its way through you to help you. So I'm very happy to not reach in a medicine cabinet for things. I just told my husband the other day, I haven't taken a Tum in two years. Right. Like what? I used to live on those things. They were like chiclets. Now we have pepper, peppermint oil. Yeah. Yep. Peppermint oil. I drink peppermint tea. I have digest gold, all natural enzymes. You've got activated charcoal. I mean, you want a little mini detox of the restaurant that you had last night. You've got tools now, right? Yeah. 
So you can suck on a little ginger tab. I mean, we've got several things here. Yeah. And if you want to be sneaky, you can have a ginger ale, <laughs> but all natural <laughs> cane sugar, organic ingredients. Yeah. Here you go, Chrissy. You need to make a ginger ale. Can you make yeah, a I do. So you, you love the ginger ale. I cannot stand things with bubbles. So I make space. I make an exception. You do. Yeah. yeah. Just for that one. So. I'm over the bubbles too. Yeah. I was a big bubbles girl though for a long time. You yeah. were, and then you got me addicted to bubbles and then it was like tearing my insides up and I'm like, yeah. I can do these bubbles. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All those years, it probably was the bubbles, but yeah. you know what? Those bubbles brought me to being healthier because I needed it. So they did. Yeah. I used to just chug bubbles and eat popcorn. Who would have thought I would have had digestive issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. So detox those little mini things as well. And now you have the tools to do it. So we'll recap in the show notes. What we said was the gut protocol with the ingredients. We'll talk, we'll, we'll give you a list of, of what we mentioned, but I think the key theme here is consistency. So if with everything we do, you have to remain at least 90% consistent. You can always have room for errors and you don't have to do it right away, but micro detoxes and then do the bigger ones as you can see fit. And I got to tell you the second time around for that gut protocol was not as bad as the first. It wasn't. So yeah, it's really just that first one, just power through it. You can do it. If we did it, I did it. You can do it. I'm a big baby, but that's the power of detoxing is coming out on the other side, you know, kind of seeing the rainbow. So yeah. Detox when you need to, y'all, and let us know how it goes. I'm interested to hear if you have questions about how ours went. You can always email us at healyourlifewithuspodcast at gmail.com and keep keep showing up to this journey. Um, you're investing in your health with us. You're motivating motivating us to do better each and every time you reach out. Um, I know that you're along our path with the monthly healing events and the 777 retreats and all of the things that we're we're doing for you. So stay tuned. Many, many amazing things to come. And of course you can find me at breathe with me, Kaylin Bree on YouTube or insight timer and heal your life with this podcast anywhere else on the internet, literally everywhere. And Chrissy, so many places, so many places. You can also find me on Instagram, chr one SSY underscore rice, R-I-C-E and at sunshinefulreiki.com. All right, guys. Happy healing. And you got this.